0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of the Michigan, Rob VanDeka. With me, as always, my co-host... The so Mike Merkel. I made it. <laughs> He's here. We've got the Whale Man, Kyle Beznowski. back-to-back weeks. He's feeling good. This is a shocker. We must be doing something right. He's coming back every week. So we have him here as well. we got a full roster today, guys. We have a lot of stuff to go over. We're going to be reviewing NXT in your house. And uh, that event as obviously backlash tonight. So that will be coming next week. We also have the Detroit Tigers draft uh spencer torkelson number one pick coming to the tigers uh really excited about that we're going to talk about that as well as some other baseball news to start off the show and then at the end of the show we're going to be talking mike's got another list got a new rankings list all 32 nfl teams ranked on paper what their rosters look like as of today so we're going to be looking at that you may be surprised with some of these te- teams up near in the top 10 possibly but mike's got his rationale behind him and it'll be me and kyle's job to tell him why he's wrong so it'll be fun uh- <laughs> Your, your smile went immediately from hey that wasn't yeah. very nice like but it's going to be a good time we're going to do that in the second half of the show so stay tuned for that also this week be prepared for a quick hitter episode it's going to probably be released as well as we go over every single game of the nfl season so <laughs> be on the lookout for that as well um but let's jump right in let's talk nxt takeover first um you know in your house was brought back the concept right we had the houses. What's wrong? Are you okay? I'm trying to read. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, what happened? Uh, we had the this house set right. We had the green turf thing going on there on the way to the ring. We had the backlot brawl. We had, um, you know, they the NXT takeover debut of Karrion Cross getting his first real big win, um, and then a lot of fallout afterwards. Mike, give me your thoughts just strictly on the show. What's what's your grade? I know you're a little tough grader, so I'm gonna I'm guessing you're gonna give us like a C.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm <laughs> probably going to get. Um, I don't think anything on the card was really um, extraordinary. Yeah. I think Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano was the best match on the card, and when that was the best match on the card with this card lineup, I think that's when you're kind of like, oh, so that's kind of how that was. Hmm. In my opinion, yeah. Um,
0: I thought the women's match was the best match on the card. In my opinion, like I uh, thought, I thought the women. I I didn't think they should have main evented, yeah. but I definitely thought it was the best match on the card. I thought the I thought the the Keith Lee Gargano match kind of fell flat at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't like the finish. I thought the the way they did it with with Shirai, and plus we had a new champion crown too. That always helps. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was the better match on the card. But continue, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, overall, I don't think this will be remembered as anything. No, um, no, Good, way. really? I no. don't think a lot really... Again, like like I said, I don't think really much happened. No. Like, usually in these takeover shows, yeah. like, something happens that really, like, changes, changes NXT yeah. right. going forward. Right. And I guess if you want to try to make the case that Karrion Cross right. kind of changed stuff, right. you can make that argument, but I don't really see him because I, I think that was... The most predictable thing on the card. Absolutely. So I don't think it changed anything in no. my view. Because I was like, okay, he's just going to kill Champa yeah. in 6 minutes or in 15 minutes. He's right. just going to kill him anyway. Right. And so everything else was just kind of like, okay... check 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 right move on to whatever you're going to do next
0: yeah and when you look at this card right when you go down the list you know cole versus dream you knew that there was not going to be a title change there due to extenuating circumstances obviously um cross making his debut you know we toyed with the idea okay maybe champa gets the win Mm -hmm. but you know they went the complete opposite they just had him basically obliterate champa for five minutes and be done with it Mm -hmm. um the Keith Lee Gargano match I thought was really good, but at the same time I didn't like the I didn't like the finish. I also didn't like the result. Like I didn't like the result of it. Mm-hmm. I really would have preferred Gargano to get that win. Um, I think it just would have helped progress that. But um, let's talk real quick here about NXT as well from this past week. You know now you're seeing Finn Balor is going to be challenging Keith Lee at some point mm-hmm. for the North American title, and now you're seeing Cross immediately get pushed into the NXT Championship picture um does that change say say we get some some mix-ups here really quickly right because you know finn gets that big win over punishment martinez on the show um does that for you does that help your you know when you look back on this show now that you've seen what they did the following week on on nxt tv where you go okay I, it, maybe does it make that card more or less palatable for you because now you're like, okay, this is where they're going. Because I think you're setting up for what's going to be the next takeover, which could be a really, really, really good yeah, takeover. Yeah, well,
1: that's that's my point though. Is I think yeah. this one, this one reminds me of like the movie that sets up the next great movie kind yeah. of thing, mm-hmm. where it, it this is the card or this is like the minor pa- like the mm-hmm. backlash and the extreme rules that aren't as good, but yeah, set set, up should slam. set up for the summer slams or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. I think this is that. Okay, so we're gonna have all these matches. We're gonna have Cross go over because he's gonna be the next big challenger. We're gonna have Finn Balor win so he can challenge. We're gonna have to right, E-R new champion. So Charlotte's off NXC. So Charlotte's off NXT. So Charlotte's now. Off NXT. like it's right. just a total setup mm-hmm. for the next one, which is gonna be, you know, Cross and Cole. Great match. Right. Probably. Right. You know, Finn Balor, Heathley Keith Keith Lee, Lee. Great Match. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. you're setting up for a lot of great stuff for the next one but if you're just going to grade this one card i'm like you didn't really do anything on this particular right. card that right. was exciting yeah
0: but this is the perfect time honestly to have this card is when oh, uh, yeah. when we're in this kind of like this weird shifting we're kind of getting a crowd back kind of sort of thing yeah. because because of that right yeah, is yeah. that we're, this this is the perfect time to really fit this card in to get set up for what is hopefully going to be a monster takeover card yeah. the next time around for sure um yeah, so you got the best match being Keith Lee Gargano. I yes. still think I, I had the women's match. I thought it was well done. You know, I thought the match itself was probably if we're just looking at the match, I thought it was worthy of being the main event. Even though I didn't, I didn't oh, agree 100%. with, I didn't agree with the match placements, uh-huh. but I thought that there was still a, it was still a very good match, um, well put together. Um, you know, like I said, nothing nothing crazy happen, happened on this card, really. There was nothing to make you no. go, wow, you know. Um, but uh, let, let's just take this off course here just for a second. Now, compare this to AEW's show that they just did a couple weeks before this, mm-hmm. right? Um, we, we talked about that show, and we thought there was moments where we're like, okay, this was good. But yeah. not, we also kind of felt like it outside of the TNT match, nothing really happened, right? We, yeah. we, got, a, we got a debut of Brian Cage, but nothing else. Do you think that... We're both kind of like this this Wednesday night war, quote-unquote, because they're neck and neck every single week yes. in the ratings. Like AEW won, I think won like four thousand people this yeah. past week, right? Um, are you are you kind of are you over this Wednesday night war thing? Do you really think it's a war still, or are we kind of being like, are we just waiting for like the next? big moment to happen, because I feel like we're kind of in a lull right now, mm. as far as those two shows go, like, I'm not putting Raw and Smackdown in this conversation, just because they're on different nights, but like, this this competition, quote unquote, I know a lot of people going into this thought it was going to be like, this, like, their every week is going to be just like, bananas, right, as far as action, we're not seeing that, no. really at all, so it's like, for me, I think this whole, the whole talk has been died down quite a bit, and I don't think necessarily that either company is really treating it as like, this all right, you know, well, we got to do what we can to yeah, be the other show. Yeah, I think,
1: I think when show. you look at it, I don't think... I think for the war to start, I think you needed both sides to think it was a real war. Yeah. And I never thought that AEW was really like, we're going to go to war with NXT. Right. They were going to try to, like, obviously compete and do well with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, when WCW and Raw were going at it, they were legitimately like, one of us is going out of business, so we are going yeah. to... Well, that was the goal. Yeah, right. so what yeah. we're going to have to win this war right. to... to get the other out of business so we can keep mm-hmm. going kind of thing. Right. This one, it's like NX like WWE's not going out of business anytime soon. And AEW just signed a four-year deal. So neither one of them are really mm-hmm. in big waters right now yeah. of doing anything that's going to like put them in trouble of going right. out of business Absolutely. or yeah, losing sure. the war. Right. So I don't think there's really ever really been a there's war. No, there's, no well. there's no for, urgency. There's no urgency. Which
0: is unfortunate to some extent because, like, I feel like that's when you get, like, some of your best TV, right? Agreed. Is when you Is when you... Not so much, like, I don't want either company to go out of business, but more like, yeah. you know, like, we want to win this. But right now, they're... Both ratings are down. I don't, yeah, I, I, like. I think,
1: like, Vince goes, okay, so my third brand is doing as well as AEW's only, only brand? brand. I'm okay. Okay, I'm yeah. okay with that one. <laughs> yeah. And then AEW's, like, we're still beating... That third brand, and right. we're winning Wednesday nights, so we're it's a win. Like they right. both feel like they're winning right now, yeah. so they're like, let's not change anything. Right. I think if it ever changed, where it was like AW's if, like
0: if AW went to Mondays, that's when I think exactly you definitely see like an uptick you're because like, AEW's oh, like now, now we're we have going because you're going after the A show, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So that that's the only change I would see. But right now, it's like we're competing with the third show. Mm-hmm. Like the other two shows that they have get three million viewers every week. We right. get. 850,000 like right. we're not at that level right so I don't think they think it's a war mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's, that's it's, why I don't think yeah it's, a it's
0: war. extremely interesting right you know I thought I'd bring it up just because you know we're almost you know we're, we're, what are we we're almost we're a year in by this point aren't we pretty close
1: um technically we're a year in. yeah though. right
0: so like you know we, we've kind of seen yeah, the up yeah, and the down the tv didn't start until right october right Right. right aw yeah. started last yeah. january technically yeah so, show was in april right so. so we're kind of there right and I feel like both the you know because these are the most two recent shows we've had from from their sides right yeah. AEW we felt like you know it was good not great yeah. nothing really crazy I think this show you could say probably the same like it was serviceable but nothing is really going to stand out I thought the backlot brawl even was like okay yeah. you know what I mean I think
1: if anything stands out I think having a new like new champion crown as a right. first champion, oh yeah definitely and takes then the stadium right. stampede is right. just something it's like remember five years ago when we had a stadium stampede with, like, right. 15 guys in it. Exactly. That's yeah. the only stuff that you're going to remember from mm-hmm. these like that show in particular. Yeah. But this one, you're going to be like, all right, so when you rank the NXT Takeovers, this well, one's gonna probably going to be pretty, be down, be pretty, down, pretty, pretty, pretty in the middle yeah. to lower part of them. Yeah, for So sure.
0: Absolutely. Just something to think about, obviously, as we go through... Um, interested to see you know what they're going to do going forward on the nxt brand for sure and obviously like i said at the beginning of the show we're going to be reviewing backlash next week so be prepared for that uh as well i'm sh- hopefully the greatest are better but the greatest match ever yeah hey listen if they have hey, time they and pre-taped they get, yeah
1: the see we see we don't know the results now but like tomorrow when you hear this yeah. you already have seen the match but they pre-taped and edited. The Randy Orton Edge match or whatever. I so heard they gave him a lot of time I heard they gave him like, like, to really tell 25, 30 story. minutes or Listen, something.
0: And- I'm okay with that if it's going to be like. I liken it to Sean and Cena in London yeah. where they just went for 45 minutes. There was no title on. Nothing was happening. Yeah. But Sean won a bit in the win and it was like, wow, that was a really, really great match. Yeah. Like, if we can get. Because, you know, you have these two guys. I think Edge is the perfect guy to pull something out of Orton. Yeah. So I think that is. I think this. It has potential to be a very good match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The problem is that there's no stakes. Yeah. It's just we're having a match I think, because I think, I think the only...
1: I think another thing's going to hurt this, one, you're calling it the greatest match ever. Literally two days ago, you had this Intercontinental Championship match. Which was which phenomenal, was phenomenal. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, are you going to be better than that match? Right. Probably not. Right. So now you're already not yeah, exactly. in that realm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Real quick, too. Do you think that... Uh, do you think that now that Heyman is out of Raw and now that you have that whole streamline thing under Bruce Prichard, do you think you're going to see more emphasis on, like, importance of championships a little I bit? I hope so. Like, because AJ is now the Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah. And, like, he even made a post. He's like, I know what this is. I have to, like, make it worth something again. Yeah. Do you think, that that's, you think you're think you actually going to see that? Because I, I, I pray. Honestly, too. Think I about pray. this. Think about SmackDown's roster right now. It is way deeper than Ross. Oh, I
1: thought like
0: look at that. Like even that tournament, I looked at that tournament all over again. I went, oh, you got Hardy, you got Sheamus, you got Elias, you've got uh, Daniel Bryan, you got AJ. Yeah, Sp- and like you got, Riddle
1: you got yeah Riddle
0: and, like, and you got Cesaro and Shinsuke and Kofi and B- like all those Miz, Morrison. These are all guys that could potentially be singles as well. You have a lot of a lot of talent on SmackDown right now that they are. I don't think that are truly maximizing that mm-hmm. talent. Interesting to see. All right, let's shift now from the from wrestling. Let's go to the Diamond. Let's go let's talk Tigers. We don't talk a lot of Tigers on this show because, quite frankly, it's depressing. Um, but right now, we have something to celebrate, right? We got first overall pick, Spencer Torkelson from Arizona State, the first baseman, third baseman, I don't know, whatever they're going to put him at. You know, he hits dingers is all we really care about, right? So, you know, he's the first overall pick. The Tigers are getting a pretty big rave reviews as far as what they did in the draft as a whole. Um, Kyle let me ask you Torkelson's coming in he's the guy he's always kind of been the guy that you know a lot of people say he's the safest pick in the draft there's a lot of people saying he could be potentially on the roster by 2021 thoughts on Torkelson going number one are you happy do you care what's your thoughts
2: uh, I mean, I saw it. I was at, I was working and I saw it live on the TV and I thought it was you know it was pretty cool that Tigers got the first pick. But I know that it's it's obviously not a system like the the NFL or the NBA where you're not going to see him for a while. I mean, he it yeah. might be coming out yeah, twenty twenty one, right? A couple of years, but it's just something you're not going to see for a while. So mm-hmm. it's something you gotta you gotta have patience let develop. But yeah. overall, I think it's at least, it's at least better than the Red Wings where you have like something to go off of. Mm-hmm. Like with the Red Wings, where you thought you were going to have pieces, but then also no, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, there, so at least yeah, right, at least sure. you have, like, something to build off and to look off. We mm-hmm. know that they have a good farm system. They're yep. not, like, a good team with a good farm system, but at least they have a good farm system that they know that you're building towards something. Yeah. But other than that, I mean... It's hard, yeah,
0: right, I, I agree with you. I think it's hard sometimes for fans to get truly excited about rookies in, in certain sports, right? Like, hockey and baseball, you don't see these guys for a couple of years usually, right? Where, like, the NBA, NFL, it's like, like you know, if the Pistons get, take LaMelo Ball, right, or like that, right, they somehow, he falls to them or whatever, everyone's going to be excited, right? They're like, okay, we're he's going to be a Piston pretty quickly, right, you know? Jeff Okuda comes to Lions. Okay, starting, he's gonna play immediately. He's a guy. Yeah. So in, in this case I think it's a little harder to get excited. Mike I'm gonna ask you the same question, your thoughts on Torkelson. You know, I know you're a big fan of him, you're you're pretty pumped. i uh, so He was so pumped. Was- I,
1: I might buy my first Tiger jersey. It right. might be the Torkelson jersey. There you go, right. Um I, I really like this pick I think I think when you especially in baseball when there's like it's so okay, or, yeah, when so you have the guy it. that yeah. everyone's like he's the okay, guy. that's the guy like in football when like Andrew Luck comes out everyone goes that's, that's the guy the guy yeah. and you're the number one overall <laughs> pick you're like cool I get the guy or next year when like Trevor Lawrence comes out everyone goes so yeah. that's like the number one pick right how,
0: uh, Like s- kind of thing Sidebar just for a second how pissed are you going to be if he doesn't go number one
1: unless it's a team that doesn't need a quarterback yeah I'll be very angry. Okay. Like, it's so um, okay. Sorry. sorry um, no. I'll, I'll I'll wear the shades. Of the all over again. Um, but back to big spot. I think that picking like what everyone says yeah. is the unanimous number one pick is great, and I also think that with our farm system, I think you can, as a Tigers fan, have some optimism because I think you can go. Okay. You can bring these three pitchers up that you have. Right. You got yeah. You got that's Tockelson,
0: So you got Mize. Right? From mm-hmm. last year, you got Matt Manning and you have Alex Fajardo. Yeah. You also have Riley Green last year, the outfielder that they drafted early on. He was their last year's number one pick. Yeah. Right?
1: And now you've got Torkelson. Torkelson. You're all, just going to bring yeah, the, all these guys in basically together yeah, within a year there. or two at the same time or right. something. And you're just going to go, okay, so here are all of our... 19, 20, 21-year-olds. Yeah. going to get a lot of playing time, a yeah. lot of experience, and hopefully maybe this rebuild, maybe it's going to go a little faster than people think, right. being able to tank and get these number one overall picks and really having it the perfect time where you're getting guys like Peyton Mize and, and where Right, you're, Yeah, you're right, for to, sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's some years where you're like, okay, there's not really that unanimous guy, so we're going to have to yeah. put him in the farm system for three or four years. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take mm-hmm. a while. Right. We got really lucky with, Picking height and being able to pick guys that can play that's sooner rather than that's later. That's
0: what's funny is because and we talked about this with the Pistons where you go like even if the Pistons tanked had the number one pick. You're like who's the number one pick? Exactly. There's not there's not that there's Zion, not the Zion guy, or right Lebron exactly. Guy so here. it's and I think the Red Wings I think are in a similar situation as well where you go who's the number one guy? Like, there's not, like, exactly. there's not the the Sidney Crosby or the this guy where you go, oh, this is the guy. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't have that. So I think the Tigers are really coming in. Less, I think they've done a really nice job the past couple drafts of really addressing, Agreed. you know, and yeah. I mean, Mize, I know, Riley Green, he was a high schooler kid. You know, he was young when they drafted him. But the point is, is that, you're, you're seeing the picture, and I think as a Tigers fan, you can be a little bit more excited because you're like, man, yeah, it sucks now, but you also have some young pieces that you're building up. Now, like Matthew Boyd, did they re-sign him? He's another veteran guy who's in his mid-20s, so you go, okay, I got him, I got Mize, I got Friado, I got Manning, I got pieces now that I can really kind of run with, you know what yeah. I mean, and, and really start to make something out of this team. Um, well, keeping on the baseball topic, though, uh, your guys' thoughts, so Kyle, will start with you on the MLB-slash-MLBPA Players Association uh, conversations about getting the new season started. We've basically seen that, you know, the MLBPA is like, we're not giving up any more money, right? The The big point of contention, obviously, is that the league wants players to take a pay cut because if they do resume, it's probably not going to be in front of fans, and the league is losing on revenue, the team's losing on revenue. They want the players to take a hit, and the players are like, absolutely not. Um... You know, your thoughts on that, and are we going to see baseball this year? I mean, I'm going to put it this way. If we do see baseball, are we going to get a full season, or are we going to get, like, a shorter, condensed season?
2: Uh, I mean, it's hard to it's hard when you look at it because you. I mean, I understand why the players like no, we we want the money that. We well, they have guaranteed contracts
0: yeah. too, so it's like I don't really yeah. care what you do. I'm getting. I should get paid regardless. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: Like they 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 deserve to get paid for you know what they're doing with the contracts. Yeah. Say they should be getting paid. But at the same time, you know, if you're especially if you're a fan, you want to see like a season. What I personally think will happen is that there will be kind of like a condensed season. Yeah. I don't know how long exactly, but kind of a shorter season. Where if they can yeah. meet somewhere in the middle, then mm-hmm. that's what I think will happen. But I, I, I kind of understand both sides. Yeah, okay, you're the, you're the MLB you need. You're not going to have the fans. Right, the league is taking and, massive amounts yeah, of loss right yeah.
0: now because there's going to be no fans. And they're like, great, so we're not making anything right now. Yeah,
2: yeah. so you have that. And then you have the players like, yeah, but we we have contracts. We deserve the money that we're right. We guaranteed. Right. So, I mean, I understand both ways. I think there will be a shorter season but that's just me. I don't really know. Yeah,
0: it's going to be tough. You know, we heard last, we heard I just a couple of days yesterday or day before that, like the MLB released a you know a statement basically saying the MLBPA is not acting in good faith and they've had offers on the table and they're just like, no. And then you see players responding and going, that offer was rejected immediately as soon as you sent it. We just said no and you just didn't want to accept that. Um, yeah, Mike, same question to you. If we do see baseball, we see in a condensed season, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, are you, are you siding with the players here? Are you with, the or you with the league itself, where you're just like, I just need baseball to be back. What What are your thoughts? Well,
1: I'm I'm probably the least indifferent because I think baseball is probably my the one I watch the least amount of. out uh, of the big four, yeah. For I watch sure. hockey playoffs the most, and then obviously the NBA and NFL. I'm pretty right. diehard too, yeah, for sure. So the MLB is probably the least on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the owners really need to. Like, get this going back up however the players want. Them. I think you yeah. really have to follow what the players want on this one because if baseball, base, is, dying. baseball yeah. is dying very yeah. quickly, <laughs> yeah. and if you yeah. don't have a season, yeah. you might never have another season. I, yeah, right. because people are going to be like, especially when the NBA comes back, you're going to have two NBA seasons basically mm-hmm. before you have another MLB season, mm-hmm. and you're going to have two hockey seasons before another MLB season. Like, people are going to forget the MLB. Happens yeah. in the summer and it's
0: already, it's not, you're not, you see like teams like Detroit where Comerica Park ain't, ain't, ain't coming close no. to capacity, right? There's nobody at these ballparks anymore. It's so hard to justify going there because it's so expensive just to go to a game, yeah. get the parking and everything. Even the $13 nosebleed seats. I still got to pay for parking. I still got to buy food. You know what yeah. I mean? It's still an $80 expense just to go there. And when you see a bad product, and because baseball is so one-sided, it's either you're really good or you're terrible, there's not a lot of in-between. And if you are in-between, you're almost like, okay, we need to start sucking because mm-hmm. we're not going to be up in this upper yeah. tier. So I liken this a lot to when the NHL went on strike quite a few years ago um, where it was like the NHL was kind of like no one was, no one really cared, you know what I mean? And yep. then they brought it back, and, you know, and it's kind of been rejuvenated a little bit. Um I think the MLB definitely needs to. They just need to get on the field at yeah, some point here. Yeah. They just need to have people out there ready to go. Um, I understand from the league's perspective, they're like, well, you're not playing in front of anybody. Like we're not generating any revenue, but at the same time, you're like, you can't expect the players to go. Oh yeah, that's totally fair. Because yeah. then the, you putting your body on the line. You're going out there every night to play. Yeah. I blow out my knee, I'm done, and I'm taking a pay cut. So I lost all this money, and I can't recuperate that now or anything like that. There's a lot of problems. I think
1: you have to think in the long term if your owner, like, this year you're going to get a loss, but every company gets a loss at some point. Right. But if you think in the ten, next ten years, right. it's going to be gain, 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 gain. Right. The fans come back, and, two, and yeah. you got these players and, out there.
0: And think about this too. You know, if if, if I think they'd be better served to condense the season because I think it would make the urgency for people to watch even if they're not mm-hmm. at the stadium to go. And I think they'd pop a bigger number because you go okay, like, if, say, they go from 160 games to, you know, 100 games, and you go, okay, there's a little bit more sense of urgency now where I can't, my team can't go on a 10-game losing streak and still be in. That's a tenth of our games yeah. right there gone, you know what I mean? So I think it'll force people to go, like, hey, we're already halfway through the season, and we're only a month in kind of thing, you know what I mean? And I think it's going to force some people who are diehard fans to go, hey, maybe with this will shake things up a little bit, and we'll see a team that's kind of in that middle area kind of rise up, or you'll see a Tigers team be competitive, Mm -hmm. you know, for a good chunk of the season before they eventually fall off, but you know what I mean, so there's a lot of different variables here, I hope we get baseball back at some point, Um, I think a condensed season would definitely help, it would just be like, you know, I think that may even help with the money talks as well, be like, hey, maybe if we shorten the season a little bit, we'll pay you your same salary, but... You know, your average per game salary, but for a shorter season. So they're technically taking a pay cut, but they wouldn't yeah. notice because they're putting, you know, they're still getting paid the same amount per game. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't get paid to make those decisions. Um, but it's going to be interesting nonetheless. Okay, after the break, we're going to get into another famous Michael Merkel ranking. We're going to have all 32 NFL teams ranked 32 all the way up to number one based off of their rosters on paper. Not how they play necessarily, we're going to put some caveats on that, but how they look on paper. So if you're a Lions fan, you're probably not going to be super thrilled about this ranking list. If you're a Baltimore fan, I'm sure you're going to be super thrilled with this list. All that after the break, stick around. Hey guys, to the Mouth of Michigan, Robin dyke and just reminding you once again that we have a brand new clothing line out at belowthecollar.com forward slash I'm Always Right PC. The easiest way to get the merchandise to support the show is to go there below the collar.com. Get the official logo shirt. There is more merch coming. I promise you more designs are coming your way pretty soon. Also make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube.com and look up I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. You can see every episode live as we film it as well as you can see any and all I'm Always Right 24-7 title changes. Spoiler alert, episode 80 had one. And Kyle is the new I'm Always Right 24-7 champion. He finally did it. Me and Mike finally decided to give him a run with it for once in his life. All that great stuff all at our YouTube show as well as you can look at and you can say, where else can I find all the great content for I'm Always Right Sports Podcast? Well, you better go to I'mAlwaysRightPC.com where you can get the show, the YouTube, all that good stuff all in one convenient location. Thank you so much for the support. Now here is part two of episode 81. And welcome back to part two of episode 81, Countdown to 100 is officially on. All right, Mike, let's jump into it once again. We haven't had one of these in a little while. The, oh no. the patented, the esteemed, the you're something. Just, yeah,
1: we're, all about to, we're all about to go, Michael, you're so wrong about all of this. And I'm going to go, guys, I swear
0: I had an
1: explanation. <laughs> Uh, to be fair... I also know, didn't do this at 1 a.m. last night. Either. The,
0: yeah, sure. So. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Point being, you know, if
0: you've been a fan of the show, you've been listening to the show, you know that every once in a while... The sports world gets a little dry, so that is when Mike comes in, and he goes and does a deep dive on rosters, on schemes, on players, on teams, all that good stuff, and he really goes in, especially in the NFL, because there is a lot of turnover usually in the NFL, more than a lot of other sports, where it's almost immediately, it's an immediate impact a lot yeah. of, in a lot of ways. So, Mike, give me an explanation. What okay. do you have here? You got the laptop. That means I know you mean business. What do you got? What what How how have you ranked these teams? And tell me why the Lions are too low already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so I kind of went into this, and I was like, I went on ourlads.com. com yep. the best place to find updated rosters. Yep. And I would look at every roster, and I would go, okay, I would compare rosters and go, which roster, if I was like a GM... And I had to, like, take over. I'd be like, which one do I want to take over the most? Mm-hmm. And which one do I kind of want to take over the least? I, I incorporated coaching a little bit, like, on the field. Like, right. how I projected them to do a little bit. Right. But it's mostly on, like, if you're the roster, I'm like, you don't have a single star player on this team anywhere. Right. I'm right. like, you're definitely near the bottom. Because I'm right. like, where are we going to, what are we going right. to do with this team? Where, like... Spoiler: Some of the better teams, like the Chiefs and stuff, are pretty high because I'm like, you got a great offense and you have yeah, but they may not, there, be, the top but they might not be the top team. You look, look at defenses. their defense and you go,
0: there's not really a star outside of Honey Badger on this entire defense, yeah. which which makes sense. So you know, just to give some context, right? Like, I'm sure the Lions are going to be in the teens somewhere. I'm guessing maybe even a little bit lower, just based off of how the team is constructed. Because the Lions, as we know, as we've do before, yeah. we've talked about how they're definitely going to rely upon scheme and doing things yes. as as more like, of a, as a unit yes. where they won't have Baltimore's roster because Baltimore's just going to be stacked with talent. Yeah. The Lions are more, we have talent to fit the scheme that wants. So Trey Flowers or, or I mean, mm-hmm. like but let's put it this way put Trey Flowers on, on the field, or you put in a Frank Clark, and you go, Well, maybe I like Frank Clark better because he plays on you know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. Because he puts up more sack numbers, but from a Lions perspective, they like Trey Flowers better because he sets the So there's there's a little bit of that to be involved. Yes. So I'm I'm having to say that out loud because I don't want to get upset when he puts the Lions at like eighteen and I'm gonna be pissed. So it's fine. So I'm already saying that out loud, but for Lions fans, because I know I we see this on Twitter a lot, right? Where people go and they like rank their quarterbacks or like that. And people lose their freaking minds every time they do this. So put that into some consideration as well. Mike is looking yeah. at look at it from a Madden standpoint is the best exactly. way of yeah, playing that. Where like, you know, we may play with the Lions, you know, online head to head, right? But a lot of other people like on YouTube go, Well the Lions have the worst roster for Madden purposes because they don't have drop dead speed or they don't have you know the super great pass rusher or whatever like that yeah. so lots of stuff to consider but nonetheless yeah. let's get and right I, into I, it.
1: I wrote down a little argument for each of these yeah uh could be totally wrong i think i'm mostly right though like <laughs> usual so we'll see what happens <laughs> so number 32 my worst team currently in football i think are the washington redskins um i'm
0: already honestly shocked i'm not gonna lie really i thought you'd have jacksonville
1: Jacksonville's was pretty close okay they're, they're 31 okay. spoiler alert okay um I only put Washington there because, in my opinion, I think that um, Gardner Minshew is a little better than than Haskins. uh, Haskins. Mm -hmm. And I do like Washington's defense, but they lack the star quarterback. Their offense has serious depth issues. Like, outside of their ones anywhere, it's like you don't really have another two Mm -hmm. anywhere, really, on this team. And outside of Terry McLaurin, their wide receiver, you don't even have another really receiver on the team. Ron Rivera didn't get the nod, though. You didn't think that pushed him over Jacksonville? No, because I like I like pieces that Jacksonville has. Yeah. Okay. That's that's <laughs> yeah. the, that's my yeah. only nod. But yeah. I think their defense will be like if they. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they're, like, 4-12, and 5-11 and, mm-hmm. and do a little better because their defense yeah, wins young, a 7-3 game or something. Yeah, right. Okay. Like, I would be shocked by that, but okay. I don't think I don't think they're putting up more than, like, 17 points at yeah. any given game. This is game. not my hill to so, die
0: on, so yeah. I'll, I'll go with it. But, like, I'm, I'm a little surprised you don't have Jacksonville yeah. as the worst team in the and game. And so, as I just said, 31, yeah, I have Jacksonville. Jacksonville that makes because
1: sense. Because I think their offense is just slightly better. I think Gardner Minshew at least has weapon Like, D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Clark, and... um. And they have a good run game with Leonard Fournette. I think that right there kind of gives you an avenue where I'm like, at least you can do stuff with that. And I think their defense has big enough names, but I will say that the secondary... Is DJ Ooh. Hayden and Rashawn Melvin and I go? Well, they I,
0: got they drafted the the and corners. they grabbed the CJ Anderson, but he's playing the slot, right? Exactly. So I'm like, and they still have Yannick, who's not going to be there for very much longer, I'm sure. If and you have like Josh plays. Allen, like you have right, you, you have pieces, pieces. right? You, I, you know, know like, honestly, now that you say that, all right, I can I get it. You know what I mean? Like, Washington's offense is rough, rough. Yeah. Where
1: I think this is more of a balanced team, right. right? But it's still not very good, right? It's just more balanced, absolutely. Um, number thirty, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, this might be a little shocking too. Um, but I think that you do have Joe Burrow. I will say Joe Burrow is quite good. Yep. Um, you have AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. AJ Green for six games. You can put an asterisk (laughs) there. And you have Joe Mixon as a solid running back. Yep, absolutely. Um, and I think that, but I think the defense needs some help outside of like Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins. And they have D.J. Reeder too. They just signed him. Yeah, but I think you're kind of... Yeah, no, they're You're definitely hurting in the secondary
0: because and- you don't – I mean, they signed Trey Waynes in the secondary. I know yeah. that. They basically mm-hmm. just swapped Dark and Art for Trey Waynes. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I think that Cincinnati is a team where they're really going to benefit from – that's why we talked about during draft time where, like, if they didn't think necessarily that Burrow was their guy, they could have greatly benefited from trading down a little bit yeah. and getting some more capital because they I are mean- so far away yeah. from being able to field a competent team. I think they, I think getting the quarterback was 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 imperative for them, but mm-hmm. especially because of the division they're in, they're gonna just get, yeah, the they're division, gonna get beat the crap that's out. That's kind of so like when I project I'm like Lord. you're playing Baltimore, the Steelers, and the Browns. But, yeah,
1: I'm like you might win one of those five two or one of those six. To put some context
0: nights. on this too, this is not we're not predicting the worst teams in the league. We're no, just, just participating up, yeah. just the rosters. their star players. Once again, use Madden logic when
1: you're yeah. looking at this here. Okay. Yeah, uh, Kyle, how do you how are you liking this so far? I gotta edge
2: you in a little bit here. Too. I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: he has he's he's waiting to jump in and be like, hey, yeah, wait, wait until like the middle picks, <laughs> yeah. but like, because I mean, the middle's hard because you're just kind of like, it's, I'm, you, I'm can take, sh- it's you can take it's
2: all, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think I li- I would think the last teams also could be hard because they could be intertwined, intertwined, intertwined. There you go. There you go. Because, because there's like you have a Bengals who are gonna get murdered in their in their. Division. division, right? Uh, for then sure. You have the Redskins, who, but you're like, who do they have? If one guy gets hurt, then you're exactly could be bottom. So. When you're
0: starting Adrian Peterson at 39 years old <laughs> or however old and he is a running back, you go, wow,
1: we have yeah. some depth. This that's here. why I, I can't really take it into their schedule and stuff because then I'm like, well, yeah. since they probably gonna be the worst because their division. If you're so Washington,
0: tough. you definitely just need to suck and just take Trevor Lawrence to be done. Yes,
1: but it's fine. All right, so that, that's my that's kind of my bottom three. I yeah, that's think it's it's nothing not very yeah uh, debatable. I think a bottom four. As it kind of pains me to put this here. I think the New York Jets are twenty nine. Really, their I am is not so bad.
0: shocked you said that. Really?
1: Yeah, their roster is not good. Okay, let me. Let me. So you have Sam Darnold, who oh, I am, your boy, I am, man. I am the highest on Sam Darnold. I like, I like Darnold too. Um, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, but he hasn't worked. No, He's not true. been very good. The offensive line is not good, no, really true. at all. No. They don't really have receivers because they just lost Robbie Anderson, so they don't really have receivers. Just those two. So I'm like, offensively, I'm like, they what have are Quincy you guys? And, and uh. and. Okay, Okay, yeah, sure. So, yeah, so, you know, and then your defense, I go, you got CJ Mosley, who's really good, and you have a couple pieces, but I'm like, I see a lot of holes. Yeah, Jamal Adams, but Jamal Adams could
0: be traded. Yeah, he
1: could be traded. I'm like, I see a lot of holes, and I see a lot of problems that this team could have. Which is crazy.
0: When you think about where you looked at this Jets team a year ago, we went, this could be a playoff, potential playoff contender, right? Like, there's some pieces that are really Mm -hmm. falling into place, and it's all gone immediately you know what i mean that's that is doesn't shock me necessarily yeah. who was their first round pick um who did the jets well, take
1: i guess i have to look now i don't know i don't know off this out of my head no who did the jets
0: i'm trying to think of who the jets took at at, at their pick
1: the jets let's see let me let me pull up the charts. J- 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 yeah, oh, they Jeff, took Jeff. Uh, McKee Beckton, the tackle. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. And then they took Denzel Mims at wide receiver. Okay, but right, at the same time, right, I'm going right. Right. when Denzel Mims and Jamison Crowder are your top two receivers. Oof. I'm like, are we really? Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Okay, really for up- sure. Up- so that's still that's, shot.
0: that's I, you know argument. what's funny is while you're asking Kyle, I'm like I'm interested to see where he puts the Jets because he really likes Darnold. I'm just kidding. I like I, Darnold. Yeah.
1: If Darnold was on if Darnold was on the Broncos, the Broncos be so high. Yeah, yeah. For me, but. Unfortunately. You got the Broncos. Broncos I have the Broncos right. decently. Okay. also. Okay. Okay, Let's number 28. I think this one's going to be a little bit of a shock, too, now that I'm realizing this, but I feel like uh-huh. I put this in the perfect spot. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. I don't and argue now, with that. I now, hear me that out. That Best running back in football. Not really even close. I don't think Christian McCaffrey. Yep. I think you have a good game manager and quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he does anything spectacular, but I don't think he turns the ball over. Nope. Your wide receiver position good. Not anything great but your o line's still pretty bad and without Olsen you don't have a replacement for Olsen mm-hmm. you lost Luke Keekley and didn't replace you him You didn't take
0: anybody offensively in the entire draft. They went yeah. completely defense. And
1: then your defensive backs are um going to are not good. Either. You lost so, Bradbury
0: to the Giants too, yeah. so you don't have a a So I think I think really this is
1: all like defense. Like you took Derrick Brown, that's nice, but I'm like you lost Luke Keekley and you didn't replace him. You lost your defensive back and so it didn't really replace them. I'm like, your defense has just has holes everywhere. Everywhere. Well, you got
0: a new coach coming in, right? You don't know what, but you, we haven't seen Bridgewater start. In a, in like, let's yeah, be like real. Legitimately like, start. Like anybody works in Sean Payton's offense. Taysom yeah. Hill got paid to be in Sean Payton's offense. Let's yeah. put it that way, okay? Um, so you look at it and you go, right, like what is this team gonna be? You have no idea what their identity is gonna be. You got Matt Rule has never been an NFL coach. You've got a quarterback change, you're gonna hand the ball to McCaffrey ninety five times a game and hope he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Exactly. But outside of that, you don't have any depth anywhere. I don't think that's as big a shock as people because when you look at it and you go, Okay,
1: they've got um, I think like when you think, you go, okay, cool, yeah, exactly. but, but then that's you, all you after have that you go. Yeah. There's not a lot there.
0: They're not going to um, be a good football team this year. I don't, no. I, I'm, you know, I'll tell you Bridgewater when is going to be
1: in that division average with, at most. Yeah. Well, when you're playing in that division with the saints and bucks too, where spoiler, no, they're even, pretty high up yeah. here too. And even, even Atlanta, Atlanta, I have a couple spots up here too, yeah. where I'm like, yeah, that's pretty right. tough to go into. Uh, 27, yeah. I have the Miami dolphins. I don't think they got much better in this draft, even though they signed a good I didn't like draft.
0: I didn't like their draft at all. They spent the wad in free agency, but I did yeah. not like well, their like draft.
1: Wide re- I think the wide, re- wide receiver position is weak outside Devontae Parker. I think he did good. Outside of that, it's not good. And yeah. the offensive line tight end need a lot of improvements. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick did a fine job, and they have <laughs> right. Tua, who hopefully can you know be the guy in the future. And they have Jordan Howard to help with the run, but I don't think Jordan Howard's anything to... Jordan
0: Howard's there now? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Mostert. Or one of the running backs from from the Niners.
1: Mm-mm. I wrote down Jordan Howard, and I look. Are you in. sure? I don't know. Maybe. Let me thought, let me double check. I I thought because the
0: Niners because Miami to... traded with one of them. It's either it's Oh, no, Matt Breida. It's Burrito Burrito. Is also Burrito. there. Burrito. Oh, Jordan Howard and
1: Burrito are there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh wow. All right, yeah, that's yeah. a nice little running back. Yeah. duo there. He
1: he he was put as the number one. That's oh, why okay, I put him got There, okay. but Matt Breida's also there. Okay. Um, defensively, I think they proved. but they still have big gaps. Yeah, they like got Byron
0: Jones. I think it's saying Lawson too, and with also Kyle Van Yeah,
1: with the Patriots. You know, defense kind of still being there, and you don't really know what the offense is, and I think the uh, Bills are going to be really good. I think it's just a tough division. To, yeah, well, uh, it, when you
0: look at it, better. and you know, it's tough because – you know, you're going to start probably Fitzpatrick outright first, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's going to be tough. You don't have playmakers on the outside like Albert Wilson is not. No. He's fast, but you know it is what yeah. it is. Devontae Parker's never really lived up to the hype. <laughs> Offensive line-wise, I think you're still in pretty rough shape. I don't think uh, the guy out of USC they drafted that tackle. I think it's like the fourth or fifth best tackle on the board yeah. at that point, so it's like, okay. I didn't like the corner that they drafted either. I didn't The Tua pick made sense, but outside of that, I didn't understand any of their other first-round picks, to be completely honest with you. Mm -hmm. I didn't think they did – I thought they did a better job in free agency addressing some needs. But now you're – but once again, though, you're going to come back and you're like, okay, Byron Jones is making $18 million a year. And you go, okay, that's great. But it, you, when you change schemes and you do these kinds of things and, you you know, we've seen it with, like, Annamdi Asamoah awesome on these guys when he goes in and you go, ooh, maybe this is not necessarily the best fit. Darius Slay is another example of that where it's like, you know, he, he was supposed to be good at man-to-man coverage, but, you know, we saw it later on you're like, oh, maybe this is not the best necessarily yeah. fit for this guy. Um, doesn't shock me. I think Miami's a team where it's like if you come out and you win seven games next year, then okay, you know yeah. what I mean?
1: Um, twenty six. Right after that, I got the Las Vegas Raiders. I think Derek. I think their offense is just a tiny bit better than Miami's. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the addition speed. of speed, with the addition of Joiner, um, and a pretty good front seven. I think they're just like a little bit better than Miami, but I think they're about that Miami range where you're yeah. not where you're not like anything special, but you're... They're, wait,
0: they're waiting for their quarterback is what they're doing. Yeah, That's they're all they're, they're doing. They're they're literally, they literally, they took else. like rugs. I didn't like the corner. They took it all out of Ohio State. Like I didn't even see him coming even close yeah. to the first round. They once again, speed, 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 speed. But um, the defensive front, it looks good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they're waiting for Derek Carr to suck bad enough where they can justify yeah. getting rid of him. I think that's half the reason why there, mm-hmm. is there. Think, I think Gruden wants to get a little more creative on offense and I don't think Derek Carr is the guy to do that for him.
1: Yep. Yeah. 25, I have the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Now, the offense is not the problem with this team, I don't think at all. You mm-hmm. have Julio you have Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan's playing pretty well. Yep. And you now added Todd Gurley at running back, who has been a very good running back. I think could be a solid running back. Low, uh, risk. So low yeah, risk Yeah, it's just a low risk pick. Um, the problem I had was their lack of defense. Outside of Keanu Neal and Deion Jones, they're hurting for star power and playmaking ability on that defense. Don't anybody. They don't really have anybody of nope. name at all. They took A.J. Terrell, um, and that's a terrible And when t- I say t- nobody of t- name, like I'll talk about the Bills and Titans in a little bit, where yep. I'm like, you don't have that big name, but all of them are very solid players. Yep. I think this. they just don't have solid players and no names. Like It's just kind of like they're just kind of okay. people there. Um, 24 of the Houston Texans. You have... Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, and then outside of that, you got rid of D. Hop, and outside of that, I'm like, name me some of those not players hear, you got.
0: Not, not going to hear any complaints from me. Uh,
1: 23, this one might shock people. I got the New York Giants at 23. I think the offense line got a huge tune-up. Um, I have, I think they have one of the better running games, in the, or the second-best running back in football, probably with Saquon Barkley there. Yeah. Um, good wide receivers, solid tight end Evan Ingram. Defense isn't great, but you got guys like Dexter Lawrence, DeAndre Baker, and Dalvin Tom. Tomlinson there, and if Daniel Jones can show up to the hype,
0: yeah, he can be good. I, I think they're, I think they're, I think they're two years out from being legitimate contenders, but I think they're yeah. building something. I think that they've, they made some trades that I think a lot of people were confused by, yeah, for a little while there, but I think that it's slowly but surely coming together for yep. New York again.
1: Uh, Twenty-two Chicago Bears. Um, I don't think the offense is going to be very good in my it's opinion. be Terrible. I think as a quarterback. You're in a rough spot. Um, you don't have many weapons. Defense is going to have to carry through a lot. I think the I think you're going to see this team more as like a Pittsburgh Sealer from last year, where it's like if the defense isn't winning games, you're not going to be winning games. But I think they have the ability (laughs) to win games. Yeah, it's
0: it's going to be tough for them to you know because when you look at this team, you got Allen Robinson, and then I think Matt Nagy is in a weird spot where I don't know what I don't think he knows what to do almost. I feel like that last year in their offensive wise, they were like, Tariq Cohen is a playmaker for them. He Mm -hmm. barely saw the field. And I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I just felt like he was trying to like change too much about the scheme he came from almost. And it's it's weird. I don't get it.
1: Yeah. Twenty-one is probably the lowest this team's ever been put on a ranking. I think the New England Patriots are about twenty-one. They um, didn't do
0: anything offensively. They're in a terrible cap situation, and they drafted a guy no one's ever heard of in yeah, the first exactly. round. That's just
1: kind of like there without without Bronk and Brady. Like, when Brady is there and your offense isn't producing, right. now you're losing that player. But you
0: lost half your starting lost, defense, too. Exactly. Like, like I just.
1: I, like, this is the team where I think I would have put them way lower if they didn't have Bill Belichick. But I kind of believe in Bill Belichick to kind of right. figure out something to work with this team. They'll win seven but, games. Yeah, somehow. they'll win seven, yeah. eight, like, nine games. But here, like,
0: but like, like, look at this team, you know, like, just fr- look at them, right? Yeah. You don't know who your starting quarterback is going to be legitimately. Like, yeah. I guess Stidham, but, like, you don't know what he is, yeah. right? You've got Gilmore and the McCourty brothers. That's it. Exactly. On the, defensively, you lost Vanoy, Collins, Shelton, and Harmon, mm-hmm. all in one all in one day, basically. Yep. And you didn't, you know, you didn't address. You have no wide receivers still. Yeah. Muhammad Sanu and Edelman, and great. Harry, but but you, you're once again who's throwing the ball? And I mean, you have Sony Michelle, but your offensive line, you're probably going to lose Thuni after this year. It, it, and you're in cap hell right yeah. now. It's it's not good to be a New England Patriot right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, number twenty got the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this one's a tough one for me to rank.
0: Cause, so um, weird. Because
1: like, I'm like, Phil Rivers is an upgrade to Jacoby Brissett. They have a strong running game and some good receivers, but then the defense is weak. But I'm like, but if Rivers isn't going to be good, then they're, they're going to be a screwed. really bad team. They're another team like, I think
0: they're like, if we can make a run, we'll do it. But I think they're yeah. just ready for Eason to take over. I
1: was going to say, I think they're like four or five games, and then they're like, if we're one in four, just give it Jacob to Eason. Eason and let him roll. If they're four and if they're, or one, and if they're, then,
0: they're terrible, then they'll just draft a quarterback, huh? Yeah, they'll take like. Uh, they'll take uh, yeah they'll take Justin Fields yes done sold
1: so that's that's my bottom 12 that offensive line is
0: really good so that helps a rookie Mm -hmm. a lot that offensive line for Indianapolis you know with Quentin Nelson Mm -hmm. and those guys that really helps quite a bit insulate a guy and it makes them look better because you have a guy like that
1: yeah so those are my bottom 12 teams yeah I don't have any real arguments with that Kyle any anything you no, he's, he's good. Sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm taking it all in. He's taking it all okay. in. It all After this, he's got like notes. He's like, yeah. wrong, wrong, yeah. wrong, yeah. By wrong, my top wrong. 10, you'll probably have more to say because well, yeah. it's the top teams that you probably watch more. Right. Um, number 19, here we go. Detroit Lions. I have a feeling. Yep. They just made it out of the 20s. They were actually in the 20s and I had to edit my screen and then they went to 19, which is really funny. Um, I think the offense will be probably improved from last year. Yes. Um, I agree with that. I know I'm kind of counting for the first eight games, not really the last eight games, because I think that's an unfair yeah. uh, balance of games to look at. Right. I think the first eight games, I think they'll be about to, because I don't think they really got anything outside DeAndre Swift to really say, okay, that really improved, because the receivers are the same, mm-hmm. uh, running backs are really the same, quarterbacks the same, tight ends the same. Yeah, also have a couple offense alignments pretty much the same. Yeah, so I I think they'll be improved, but not by a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I think the big thing is I think the, the defense. I think it's gonna be all dependent on how like a guy Facebook. like Savai, Tracy, yeah. and if Okuda can ball out in year one. Yep. If Okuda doesn't ball out in year one, you're gonna be really bad. If he does ball out, you're gonna be probably nine ten wins. Yeah. That's I, really I, right. you're really dependent on the guy. I think on there's guy. two
0: guys actually. I think it's Okuda and I think it's Jamie Collins. I think those yeah, are the two it. guys yeah. because I think Collins is definitely gonna be Patricia's go to guy on yeah. something. You know what I mean? He's an athletic freak. I, I don't disagree with that assessment. And I think Lions fans need to understand where you're coming from here because when you look at this team and you go, you can I can see improvement, right? Like Deron Harmon is an improvement, right? Like Tracy Walker and him together is gonna be awesome. Desmond Trufant is an upgrade over Rashawn Melvin, right? Uh, Jamie Collins is an improvement over name a guy. You know, you don't put anybody a linebacker that played for us last year. You see improvement there. They need more pieces, and I think they're gonna add somebody else yeah. still at some point for sure. But I think that's a very fair assessment of where the Lions roster is at right yep. now. If Matthew Stafford plays like he does last year, yeah. the offense well, is going to be top right. jacked. Well, that's and
1: if we do quarterback rankings sometime yeah. next week or the week after, I go, yeah. if you're going to, if you would have taken, if, you, if, like, Patrick Mahomes was on this team, right. it seems probably number 11 for right. me or it's, whatever. Right, exactly. But it's just because of, or right. if, um, like, Tyrod Taylor's on this team, maybe mm. they're 25. Right. Like, I think a quarterback exactly. can really swing the team Absolutely. more than anything else. Absolutely. And we'll so see that with the Chiefs here yeah, in a minute. Yeah, we'll see yeah, what they're sure. with Chiefs when they're in the top somewhere Mm -hmm. and speaking of number 18 i got the la chargers um i think the offense is good i think tyrod's serviceable enough for a year until you get um herbert in there to really kind of work with it you got good receivers you got hunter henry who's a fantastic tight end in my opinion and i think the offense could score points and i think the defense is going to be really solid you got the bosa brothers, the defense the defense of
0: front really underperformed last year, too, I think. Like, the whole defense as a whole. You know, German James got hurt early, which did not help. I think Mm. he broke his leg last year, right? So, that doesn't help your cause much. They signed Chris Harris from the Denver now, too. Mm. You still have Casey Hayward there. You've got Desmond King. There's
1: a lot of pieces in the
0: Chargers where if Herbert's the guy to put it together... Mm. Look out! Yeah, this like, is really look this out. is a
1: team where I think the quarterback play kind of downgraded a little yes, bit. Yes, because Tyrod's awful. I go Tyrod Taylor, and you don't know what Justin Herbert is. Right. But if you told me Justin Herbert's the Sam guy, Sam Darnold, I go right. this is probably the number ten team. But right. because I don't know what they are yet, Absolutely. that's why they're eighteen for sure. Um, Seventeen. at the L. A. Rams just a little bit above because I think they're all, I think their defense is still um, pretty dang good. You got like Jalen Ramsey has a. Good lockdown corner, mm-hmm. Brockers, Donald, and Deboer off the edge. Mm-hmm. The only problem I have is outside of their wide receivers, I don't think their offense is very good. Um, the yeah. offense aligns weak. You don't really have a good running back. Your tight end's not really there. And if golf can make throws, maybe you'll be better than I think. But I think you're about no. a seven, six win team. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. I think the Rams have a worse <laughs> roster. Than I think a couple teams you've already listed. Like I think they have a worse roster than the Lions do. I think I think Aaron that Donald. I think I think Aaron Donald is very good, and I think he masks a lot of that. I, I think but that's I, the but problem. like I would put the Lions receivers over the Rams receivers, for instance. Right? Like I think Galladay is better than Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, and it's not really that close for me. Like, yeah, you know I, what I mean it's, it's close to like minutes. I would, I would, I would definitely take him. I take Stafford over Goff. I would take our offensive line over theirs, and I would take the run our running game yeah. over theirs. I too. think it's more just on potential. Uh, yeah. Like, like you've got uh, what's his name Brown? Is it right? The, the running back, right? Mm-hmm. And, and where you have carry on and DeAndre Swift, I'm going to go. All right, well, uh, potentially I'm going to take carry On and DeAndre Swift yeah. over them. I'm just this, this is me nitpicking, but I definitely could take. The, I would take the Lions roster over yeah. the, the 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 Rams roster. As it stands right now. Now, Lions can have Aaron Donald with me. He wasn't an idiot, but we're not going to talk about that.
1: Uh, So, number 16 out of the Packers. I think you have to look at a 13-3 team last year. And I think they had an awful draft. But I don't think I think when you're thirteen and three, you can't be worse than the teams that are below you right now no. because I think you had to have done something right to be thirteen and three, yeah, whether it be because mm-hmm. I mean, you can't luck into thirteen wins mm-hmm. that's literally impossible to do, no. so I think now if you go back to the line you go nine and seven, I still think you're better than. I just about every single team I put below you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think offensively, you got Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devonta Adams, who are a three-headed monster on that offense. I think defense, you legitimately have some guys like Preston Smith, Kirksley and Zadarius Smith that really work and a decent to good secondary. Mm-hmm. So I think this team really has potential to be very good, but it's going to implode. But it, it's it definitely it going to definitely, implode. It's definitely like
0: also. if Rodgers gets hurt, they're they're absolutely up shit's creek without a paddle. Like oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, like that's what, like I'm not I'm not that's for every team obviously, but I'm saying like the, like the Packers are a team for me where like with with the way they have to play and the way they win football games Rodgers is always having to pull something out of his backside to get the win right I don't like this team to me is not going to go thirteen wins this year. No, Whereas, I don't like. I if they hit ten, I'll be like, all right, like that's That's where I think that's, I think where, that I think that's where they're going to be is. at. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like I look at the once again the regression to the mean. I go, you know, they won a lot of close games last year. They lose a couple of those this yeah. year. I think that's where they're going to. They'll still probably be on the fringe of a playoff spot. Yeah. But if, if Rogers goes out and is just like dominant like he used to be, they'll be they'll win twelve games. If he's not and he's what we've seen the last two years. They're going to win 10 games, 9, 10 yep. games. That's where they'll be.
1: Uh, 15, I got the Arizona Cardinals. The trade for DeAndre Hopkins really boosted this ranking for me because I think your receiving crew just became yeah. something out of, like, really out of Madden, like Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and yeah, D Hop, yep. with Kenyon Drake at running back. And if Kyler Murray can develop into, like, a legitimate, like, mm-hmm. good quarterback, mm-hmm. I think this offense can, has the ability to score 25 plus points a game. Long as he's got time. That as offensive line needs help. Yep. That's the only thing. I think also drafting Isaiah Simmons and adding Devin Kennard to the defense yep. just improves what that defense was last year. Mm-hmm. I think. The defense and Chandler good. Jones, yes, yeah.
0: pieces there. Yeah. Patrick Peterson still. Uh,
1: so that's my Arizona Cardinal. All right, number fourteen got the Tennessee Titans. Um, I think they'll only improve from last season. Yeah. I think Ryan Tannehill playing very well out there. Henry is a monster in the backfield. Receiving crew isn't great, but I think you're going to get like an they a. win a. and
0: lose based off of if they can run the ball. Yeah, that's, that's, I think you that's got the a. A. The yeah, you got days. like
1: AJ Brown, who I think will have like a pretty good year as a wide receiver. Yeah. And the defense doesn't have a star player. But I think as a unit they play very well together and mm-hmm. I think that's very key mm-hmm. for this team.
0: They're they're a good solid football team and I think they'll win eight, nine games. Yeah. That'll probably be where they're at.
1: Um Vikings at thirteen. Um this is shocking that they're low, but actually their defense is not very dominant they as I thought. A they lot lost of like people. eight starter from their defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um they still got Daniel Hunter, Harrison yep. Smith, yep. and Anthony Barr are yep. three returning people from yep. the Vikings. But I think you still have a lot of holes. Throughout, especially in their oh, secondary, oh, they have Kendricks of... too. Don't forget, Kendrick's. oh yeah, and Eric Kendricks, Kendrick's yeah. is a
0: phenomenal yeah. linebacker. Those four, yeah. and then outside
1: of that, I'm going, I think you have a lot of holes. You have a lot of, of holes
0: on that team. And I, I think here's the thing too. Dalvin Cook's going to sit out until they pay him, and they're not going to pay him because they can't afford to pay him because you paid Kirk Cousins all this money. It is very interesting, and I want to talk about this maybe in a future episode, though, how teams are, are are more likely to pay their quarterback who's handing the ball off to their best player. Like, the Tennessee Titans pay Tannehill all this money, but Derrick Henry's the reason why they win. It's not it's not Ryan Tannehill, you know what I mean? So it's, it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. You know, they're a team similar to the Lions where you go, They really need to have their rookies show up and play well, or they're going to be hurting depth-wise throughout.
1: Yeah. Uh, Number 12, I have the Buffalo Bills. I I kind of just go... They're the like full team a lot. But they're just a better version of the Titans, right? They're better they're, playmakers. Yeah, they yeah. just have better like defensively you got Ed Oliver, Micah Hyde, and Tredavious White with <laughs> with solid, more <laughs> solid pieces around them. Yeah. And I think offense, you got Stefan Diggs. And if Josh Allen going in year three really gets a big bump in his game, I think this team is legitimately one of the better teams. The they should
0: game. be the favorite to win the
1: AFC East. Pretty sure. easily, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number eleven, I have the Denver Broncos, right outside of the top ten. I thought I had them in the top ten. They're at number eleven. Um, very high on this team, I think. Second year quarterback Drew Locke. All on, gonna, it's it's all, gonna, all on him. It's
0: all on him. It's 100%. And we talked about this before the show. Yeah. And like you made the case. And, I, and you look at the team and you go, it is legitimately all on Drew yeah. Lock
1: Because you have a two-headed monster, Gordon Lindsay. Strong receiving crew um, with Noah Phan also at tight end. You have three good mm-hmm. receivers on a tight end. Nick uh Bradley Steve, Chubb. Bradley, Bradley Chubb yeah. and Von Miller at pass rushing. Right. You added Jarrell Casey. A.J. Bouye's in the defensive backs. Um... It's, it's really have, Drew if Lock Drew Locke is and good. And Pat
0: Shermer is the perfect guy to yeah. get something out of him. If Pat Shermer can get something out of uh, like like look at who he's really been with. I mean, yeah. like he got something out of Cousins. He made Cousins look okay. He made Bradford look okay. like he's done but a lot. He with can make Bradford. Drew
1: Lock look okay to good. This team's gonna be very good. Yeah,
0: it's it's
1: Denver's got it. The
0: problem is they play in Kansas City's division, which yeah. sucks. So, so they will be like a six seed. Or yeah, something, but it, it, if Drew Lock can be the guy. For them, they're they're set up very very well.
1: Agreed. Uh, heading into the top ten, we got the Browns at number ten. I again, I say on paper, this team is just stacked from top to bottom. I think the problem is um the coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I think this team gets brought down because I think this team could be in the top, like, five, six area. but who when there, Who they hire? Oh, Kevin Stefanski. That's yeah. right. But when you add the coaching into it just a little bit, I mm-hmm. think it brings them down. Because you, when you look at the roster, you go, okay, you got old and Jarvis, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, David Nujuku, Austin Hooper, and they can't score. Right. Like, how right, is that even right. possible kind right, of thing? Sure, yeah. You have Greedy Williams, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett on your defense. Like, your team is just... Stacked bananas with players, mm-hmm. but that at the same they got time, Grant like Grant Delpit too. They Grant get, Delpet, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. you got stacked galore with players, but at the same time, like you're six and ten somehow. Yeah, no, and I think it's, it's Baker. I know, it's Baker, it, yeah, it's, absolutely... it's Baker and the coaching. Yeah, I think for if sure. they get better with that, I think this team could be. Even higher. Than it doesn't. 10, it but, doesn't
0: help to once again. they are also another situation where you go and you look at that division and you go. And like, they're also like playing the Steelers. Yeah, and they're the playing the Steelers, Ravens twice, and I think Cincinnati's going to give them a fight. Like we have Cincinnati pretty low on this list, but Cincinnati, I think, is still going to give them yeah, a rough. That's goal. what I mean.
1: Cincinnati <clears> to <throat> be a green through team, but we'll give everyone fights. But yeah. I don't think they're good enough to win these games. I right. think uh, these top teams are going to sure. be able to win games. Okay. So going. Uh, number nine, I got the Steelers. I think you saw last year with with a third string quarterback. With Juju getting hurt, this defense really just carried, and they went 8-8 eight and eight with mm-hmm. Duck Hodges playing quarterback for them. So sure I think yeah. when you bring back Big Ben, when you have Chase Claypool and Juju on your wide-receiving roster with James Conner, and this basically the whole defense coming back, Devin Bush will be Washington, there. Yep, yep. <laughs> Kyle's like, Kyle's Michigan, Michigan guy, Michigan, Michigan guy. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. I was That's waiting for it. That's funny. Uh, I think this team is actually going to be very solid next year yeah. with all that talent coming back. And Mike Tomlin's a great coach, so Mike that Dumbled's really a adds good to coach. it. very good coach. Uh, number eight, I got the Eagles. absolutely love this good roster. Job. I think the offense is going to be very explosive, if healthy. I'm going to assume that they stay healthy, but... Well, you have to. Yeah, but they never stay healthy. <laughs> they have very good receivers. I think Carson Wentz is top three, four, five quarterback, wherever mm-hmm. you want to put him. You can argue any of those spots, I think. Um... Defensively, outside of the pass rush, I think this team's in a very good spot. They got no,
0: their secondary is not. Their I mean, secondary, you, you got Darius Slay, and then there's a massive drop off. Yeah, in I agree. Secondary.
1: I don't think there. I don't think the defense back is very good. Linebacking yeah. they're is. They're gonna miss Malcolm Jenkins too. They a will. Bit. They're gonna miss him quite a bit. Uh, linebacking crew is good, yeah. Sorry. it's like okay, yeah. but I think their pass rush is really going to help Well, their offense needs that. to carry, the is, is. It's
0: yeah. what it needs to happen. And you have Doug Peterson, you have Wentz, you, you you need Wentz to go out and throw 35 touchdowns, is what you need him to go yes. do. And I, think, I mean? I think, and I think they're good, I think they can do yeah, that. That's, I agree, that's yeah. why I put him there. Yeah. Also,
1: their running back situation is not very good, but I think yep. that you can as long as you get like two, three yards to carry I think you can be fine with Carson Wentz there. Yeah. Um, next, number seven, I have Seattle Seahawks. Uh, this is literally as high as I could put this team. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've like made arguments against every other team, but I'm like, there's six teams definitely just better yep. roster wise than them. Right. I think their offense is very good. I think they got great running back, Chris Carson. I love Chris uh, they Carson. signed Carlos Hyde. Uh, receivers, you got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and yep. uh, Philip Dorsett, yep. if you want to add that in the slot. Um, their offensive line is going to be an issue, like it always is, but with <laughs> Russell Wilson, he kind of makes up for that. Defensively, outside of the pass rush, I think the team's pretty good. I think you have pretty solid defensive back play right. and pretty strong linebacking core, I would say. Yep. But their D line and O line are going to be your big, especially yep. the, the, pass trenches, the trenches. The, are the trenches are going to be, be the very rough spot. And that's why you can't put them If it they higher. sign
0: Clowney back for whatever reason, I put this then, team like a number six or five. Yeah, but. it's a little higher for sure. And I think you're looking at it. I mean, you're still looking to me the way Russell Wilson played last year. I know he kind of faltered towards the end, but if he can kind of get a little bit more just. Just, like, he doesn't need to go bananas in the first half and then yeah. be, like, meh the rest of the year. Like, if he can just be solid and be him yeah. all year, you're looking at an NFC Championship contender. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh,
1: number six, I have the Buccaneers. I think um, they got change some... change from one year, eh? Yeah, lower, I know, right? They got some class. massive upgrades, as we all know. You get Brady and you get Gronk on that team. Um, they have a great receiving core. Like, yeah. a fantastic James receiving Winston core. James Winston threw 30
0: touchdowns, so clearly they exactly. can't do that so they can't. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Um, they have a solid running attack, pretty good O line, and, of course, they added Brady, like I said. Defense has potential to be a top tier. It's underrated. It's we, went, underrated. we went through this
0: a couple weeks ago, and we we're like, man, that defense, and we looked at it and go, is it, though? Like, yeah. Levante David, you've got um, Sean Murphy Sean Bunting. Bunting back there. You've you got, got, what, Sue's still there, Sue right? there. Who, they have another guy, too. They've got uh, Lawson, too, yeah. right? Yeah, they got Lawson. Shaq they, Lawson yeah, Shaq whatever. like, there's some pieces on exactly. the set. On the, yeah. I, think,
1: I think a lot of this is going to... Rely on Brady, Brady being able to beat Brady because I think if Brady has any kind of decline, I think this team. Yeah, is if not Brady throws
0: twenty two touchdowns next year, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, but or, if because the way the NFC is, is exactly, set up, but if
1: he know. does what he's been doing right. and doesn't show much decline at all, I think this team's pretty set to be really good this year. Yeah, game. absolutely. Uh, now we're heading to the top five. Number five at the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. and this is one of those teams where on paper. This team is just stacked uh, everywhere. Uh, gross. Uh, I think they personally have the best linebacking crew in football. You got Van Esch, um, Smith, and Sean Lee. I think those three are just, what, as a linebacker as a whole are very good. Um, True that. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh, you not, got Demarcus Lawrence still. Yeah, you got Demarcus. And... You have a great pass rush. Your secondary is still pretty good. It's not as – I don't think it's still good Lewis, as Jordan Jordan Lewis. Yeah, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Lewis is there. Yeah. plays a nickel, so <laughs> obviously – um, your your uh, you got Zeke as one of the best, and you still have a very good O line, wide receivers. You just got uh, CD Lamb with Amari Cooper with Michael Gallup there. Yeah, I think it's all relies on your quarterback play. Um, is I think it relies or on them being able
0: to run the ball again. Zeke did and not have too. a good year last year, and I think that that's why I think Dak put up good numbers, right? But the defense secondary, I think there, I think it's twofold. I think number one, it's getting Zeke going again. I think two, it's their secondary, like they're gonna go against the Eagles. And the Eagles shredded that secondary yeah. with nobody at receiver. Yeah, you know what I mean? So that's going to be the spot where they really needed to they need to address the area and go. Okay, like we need yeah. to play. Now, yeah.
1: As I say, I think yeah. I think the Eagles probably win that division, but I think the yep. Cowboys roster on paper. I'm just like I don't know how you can. It's gonna be very. That. very that's why I think it's gonna be a really interesting yeah. yeah. two game series and the division thing. Uh, number four, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they're put in this spot strictly for their defense. Um, if I didn't incorporate defenses, they would be easily the number one, maybe number two outside of Baltimore, maybe, if you want to argue that. somebody beats them, the best team in football. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have no problems with their offense, super explosive, they can score 35 points a game if they want to, but their defense outside of Frank Clark, uh, Tyron Matthew, and, um, They even lost Fuller,
0: too. They don't have any... Like, their secondary is in... And they
1: they still haven't even paid Mahomes yet, so now you're going to have to extend Mahomes 30 extra million dollars a year, so then you're going to lose that in your cap. And they already don't... They have, like, $3 million total in cap right now, so they're going to be in a rough cap situation, I think, having to get rid of a lot of people, too. So, future-wise, they're going to be in rougher shape, but I think they'll still be good. Uh, Number three, I got the Saints. Uh, I think you have the best receiver in the game. You have a star running back quarterback's still playing they good. I think he's on too. the they decline now
0: too, because they got Manuel Sanders too coming in. Yeah, that's not bad.
1: And I think the defense is strong all around the horn. Not many weaknesses on the defensive side. No, it's um, it's
0: nice to look at a team and go. There's not like a glaring like they don't have maybe the best. But they don't have anything where you go, wow, this is really yeah, bad. Yeah, that's a whole... Yeah, like, like, like everything's at least, like,
1: good to Somewhat serviceable, yeah. Um, I think this team has been the favorite out of the NFC for, like, the last, like, five years, but not being able to get it done. But I think the window's closing, so I think with the next year or two, it's going to kind of fall Brees. down. It's Drew Brees needs to happen, and it needs to happen now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two out of the 49ers, uh, I think they're the best overall roster in the NFC. Um, it's hard to really find a weakness on a team, but I like, kind of like the Saints. Cool. Um. They have amazing D line, stud defensive backs. They have a dominant run game, as you saw in the NFC Championship game, where they literally run for 850 yards on the Packers. <laughs> and they could just win in like so many different ways yep. that I just think it's really tough to yeah, so, either beat them on the field or just on the roster wise. It's really hard. Yeah. And then, obviously, if you guys have been keeping track, number one, I have the uh, Baltimore Ravens because this team just keeps getting better and better somehow. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so they might be like one of the best rushing teams. I've right. seen in 10, 15 years, and they add J.K. Dobbins. They have a great linebacking crew. They add Patrick Queen and Malik Harris. Oh, you need a pass rusher? Okay, Clays Campbell from the Jags. For nothing, by from the way. That thing. <laughs> For nothing. And it's like, okay, so now we need defense back. Alright, cool. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peterson, Earl Thomas. I'm like, yeah. give me one weakness on this team. Right. Like, yeah, really. No, like legitimately
0: like, though, this team is and Patrick Queen fell to them and they were like, Oh, I guess we'll take the best linebacker available. Yeah. Like, it's just one of those things where if Lamar can stay healthy and they just do what they do, you know what They're I mean? Fine. And they'll be fine. And it's gonna be I really, I really hope we see a a Baltimore Kansas City AFC, AFC Championship game, like Please. that would be a dream for and us. Then, really, can we get
1: the Seattle Forty Nine er NFC Championship that we deserved from last year? <laughs> and then I would be just in all my joy. to be it's fair. So I
0: would like to see a Lions versus whoever in the NFC uh, Championship game. but yeah,
1: that's not see, that's Shut up.
0: <laughs> Let me dream, damn it. Uh, no, no yeah, it. it's you know. Hey, listen. Man.
1: They're number 19 on my rating roster. That's so.
0: fine. That's okay. Stafford was an MVP candidate last year. That's all I have to say about that. I'm just saying. He was. Anyway, point being, that was a great list, though. It really was. I think that, you know, looking at these teens, you know, with just look, looking at them on paper, you go, wow, there's, you know, um... I will never approve of a Dallas Cowboy team being in top five of anything except for biggest choke artists, so that's my only complaint, I think, oh, I have with Rasta-wise the team. You're great. With the team. Um, but besides that, though, I mean, like, honestly, like, it was a really good list, though, for sure. Um, you know, our camera even died. I, I mistimed our show, so it's going to be just our logo for the sh- YouTube show today. Oh, that's but, so
1: sad. I was so happy saying yeah. all these top ten teams. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Eagles. Oh, well, not the Cowboys. Oh, the nine. Oh, I hate the Niners, too. Oh, the Ravens, yeah. But yeah, okay. <laughs> it's going to be interesting
0: for sure. That's going to be the list. Um, obviously, if there's any big news as far as signing this girl like that, obviously those may change a little bit, you know. But r- right now, like if the Lions sign Clowney, you know, then obviously that bumps them up a little bit. They're not signing Clowney. But <laughs> point being, um, great job as always, Mike. That's going to be it for this week's episode. Next week, obviously, we're going to talk Backlash. We'll probably talk something else. Maybe Cows sure. should
2: make a ranking. Friend of teams? No, just like
0: oh. Kyle's gonna talk favorite Michigan players. Ever. Uh, yeah, yeah he's he's Michigan plays Devin Funches, number Devin one. Funchess.
1: <laughs> and uh Devin Gardner. Devin Gardner number two. Yes. Devin Gardner. Denard Robinson. He might Robinson. Be
0: Shoelace. Shoelace. Alright. That's gonna be it for this week, guys. For the well man, for the Mercosome, I'm the wealth of Michigan, and we will see you guys as always next time.